friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the Warmth Friends Podcast. We have a very exciting post-show. I know post-show stuff is where we do things like recommend to a friend and social media spotlight, and there will be some of that, but there are, is also a fun announcement at the end. So stay tuned. Don't dip out as soon as we get to the post show because there will be something exciting for you to participate in. And that is all I will hint at. Llewellyn, let's do it. I love this episode. Yes. So this week we watched season seven, episode three, titled The One with Phoebe's Cookies, written by Sherry Bilsing and Ellen Plummer, directed by Gary Halverson. Chandler's bonding attempt with his future father-in-law during a close sauna encounter backfires. Monica tries to replicate Phoebe's grandmother's secret cookie recipe by deconstructing her one last cookie. And I forgot to say this originally aired on October 19th, 2000. Nice. Okay, so in the soft open, we are in the cafe, and Chandler comes in announcing that he got glasses now the way he comes in is the way everybody comes in with something's new about them he's like hey do you guys see anything new and they cannot figure it out and then once he tells them ross and then the rest of the group seems to think he already had glasses (laughs) and so they're not very wowed by it because they think he's always had glasses and i really like these glasses on him Okay, cool. That answers my question. I was, I literally was thinking like Chandler with or without glasses. I think I like both, but I, I think he looks adorable with them. Yeah, I would agree. A hundred percent. I agree with you. Okay. And I know Llewellyn that you don't watch the office, but this to me, I was watching this scene and I, for all of my fellow office fans out there, I couldn't help but think that this is the same exact storyline concept in the office when the bullpen is having an argument about Stanley, the does he or does he not have a mustache. There are sketches drawn both with and without. People are trying to guess. Then when he comes in the door, Dwight is holding a sheet of paper in front of his face so that people can get their votes in before he reveals. And I have to tell you, it makes me second guess every everything I think I know about that character when things like that happen. With Chandler, it was a little bit more obvious, but every time I rewatch The Office with Stanley, as people are guessing, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, does oh my God, I don't know. Oh oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know whether he has a mustache or not every (laughs) single time. And then I think I know, I have like a pretty confident, like, yeah, he definitely does. And then I start to second guess myself because I'm thinking, why would they have this as a thing if it wasn't going to be like a shocker of a reveal? And so every time it makes me second guess. And I loved that this was kind of like tied in with that storyline of you've always had glasses. He's like, no, I haven't. <laughs> so it's like a big argument. So I loved that like yeah, parallel. The I mean, a fun fact, the only episode where he actually wears glasses is the non-canon episode uh, titled The One That Could Have Been. So when they like go back in time and what our lives would have been had different things happened. Yeah, like the alt reality one. Yeah, that's the only time that he actually wears glasses before this. And the only reason he starts wearing glasses is because Matthew Perry needs to start wearing glasses. Oh, I see. That's interesting. Because isn't the one with the alt reality, it was like, it, it, it was almost like a storytelling of what was happening right now, just in the alternate reality. It was, was yeah. was it still at the big? Be- so that's interesting that he recently shows up with glasses pretty close on the tail end of the alt reality so you could argue that in the alternate universe where different decisions were made his eyes are still Chandler's eyes so he still needed glasses but maybe he decided to get them earlier and maybe in this you know reality he fought off going to to get them maybe like your eyes are still your eyes regardless of you make you know whatever decisions that you're making you know in theory 
So that's such an interesting... I, I had felt like we had seen him have glasses before. Um, and so maybe that's why it wasn't so much of a shock for me. But they are like different glasses. They're not like ever like normal pairs of glasses. They're very 90s, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes, they are. It's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, okay. Main episode. We're in Monica and Chandler's apartment. And Phoebe asks about an engagement present like what they want monica knows what she wants as a present she wants phoebe's grandmother's chocolate chip cookie recipe phoebe for a a second and a half is going to gatekeep this recipe but she gives in pretty easily when monica mentions her desired future for this cookie recipe the i want to make it for my kids i could imagine chandler coming home from work like she sets up the whole picture for her and she caves instantly um, Joey enters and they start chatting about his sailing, but he hasn't even taken it out of the marina. He just sits on it and chills out. And so <laughs> Rachel offers to help him sail because she used to do it all the time. She had her own boat. It was a gift from her dad. And obviously he gave that to her because her pony was sick. <laughs> so obviously. We get a little blast of the past on Rachel's spoiled upbringing. Yeah. Okay, so a couple things. One, I don't compliment Rachel often, but I actually really loved her, like, beach wave, like, hair look in this episode. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. It just, and I think it's just very in right now, so that's probably why I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. And then a couple of continuity things. So in the one where Ross moves in, Danny asks Rachel if she sails uh, because they're going to a regatta gala and she says no. So it's obviously a lie because her dad bought her a boat and taught her to sail. Um, And then the other one is... we did mention that in that episode too. We did, yeah. Um, The other one is when Phoebe states that she swore to her grandmother on her deathbed that she would safeguard this cookie recipe. But we learned in a previous episode, the one with Joey's bag that when her grandma died at the hospital after collapsing and becoming unconscious at the market, she said her last words were, okay, dear, you go to the, go to the eggs and I'm going to go to the yogurt and we'll meet at the checkout counter. So they weren't talking about a cookie. Okay. Wow. That is, that, that's like deep tracks right there. I didn't even yeah. remember that. Nice. Uh, we go downstairs into the cafe. Rosk, it, Rosk? Sorry, Ross is asking if Chandler's doing anything tonight, and apparently their dad wants to play racquetball with the guys. Um, Monica is quite happy about that because apparently he doesn't just ask anyone, but she does mention that they have to let him win. That's when Phoebe comes in a little exasperated about the cookie recipe because the fire that they had in their apartment, her and Rachel, it burned up. The recipe burned up in the fire. Um, and so she went digging in her fridge to find the one legacy left by the grandma. Um, so she can't give her the, the recipe. So she gives her the last cookie from the last frozen batch that she made from that recipe. But lucky us, Monica is a chef. So she thinks she can figure it out just by taste alone. She is going to workshop it. She's going to try and figure out what the different taste profiles are and things like that. I'm always really impressed with people who can parcel out different tastes or different smells. Like the one job, the the nose is what they call them. Uh, The people who do uh, perfumes. Mm-hmm. They they know up to maybe even more, but I think up to 500 unique scents and are able to note each of them in a fragrance when they smell them. And so they're paid because they know the scent of those things. And that's where we get like descriptions from. And I just think that's incredible that they can do that because I have a hard time doing that. I smell it and I think it smells nice, but I couldn't tell what's gardenia versus orange versus Wedgwood. I don't know. I don't know what people use. I know Santel. That's like the only scent that I could probably pick out of a crowd. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I just but, have to say those glasses, 
on Chandler. So it's weird. I feel like in this scene, he's wearing this like white, I think if I remember correctly, this like white long sleeve shirt with like, I don't know, mm-hmm. joggers or something along with the fact, um, or jeans maybe, I don't know. But I just remember him looking, the glasses make him look older in a way, but yet mm-hmm. his outfit makes him seem young. And like, it felt mm-hmm. very like the year we're in right now, like 2023. Um, like, you know, the kids these days like want to look that more vintage look, but they still want to have their own spin on it. And I just feel like if he were in 2023 in that outfit, he would like be in style. And I just, I couldn't stop admiring them. Nice. I like that. Um, all throughout this episode, or not this episode, but this scene, Ross is also bumming that he never got an engagement present from the group. And so he's ready to collect <laughs> at the end of this scene. And he wants back payment of two presents since, <laughs> <laughs> since he's been engaged twice, um, which I think is really funny. Um, but we follow... Rachel and Joey, they're going out to sail. It's a pretty, these are pretty quick scenes to me. Um, and honestly, Joey doesn't understand the basic function of the Coast Guard. He points no. out, like, they think they can just go everywhere. The coast is over there. So, like, what are they doing all the way out here? And Rachel's just not having it. Um, so she's already frustrated with Joey about um, his sailing. Like, he knows nothing. And she is very serious about sailing. So they set up this juxtaposition of him being not serious and thinking everything's kind of lighthearted and a joke all the way over to Rachel, who is, you know, very by the rules, like needing to learn quizzing. Like she is serious about her role of training him. And he is the antithesis of that. And that's pretty much all I have for that scene. Yeah. Um, couple things one we have come a very long way with backdrops might i add that one was terrible yes um yes and also when joey points like uh when he's talking about the coast guard and he points like the coast is over there he's actually pointing um the wrong direction the way he's pointing would put him up the hudson river when he should have been pointing off to his left which would have put him on the coast which is where he thinks the coast guard should be so Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for the 90s, it wasn't bad. Well, I guess early 2000s. I mean, it's it's almost, it's 20 years ago. Yeah. It's bad, but for the 90s TV, it wasn't horrible. Right, right. I mean, in the time, it was fine. But, like, just looking back at it now, you're like, oh, my gosh, we've come so far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, we go back upstairs with Monica and Chandler's apartment. Monica is trying to taste test the ingredients right from the cookie. Just like she said she would when Joey comes in. He's super sad about the sailing lesson. And out of frustration, he eats the rest of the cookie. Just grabs it right <laughs> off the table and takes it right from them. And the girls are almost shocked that he... They're in disbelief. That was the last little bit all Phoebe has to offer up now is a crumb, essentially. And at this time, the guys come in from racquetball. And Chauncey <laughs> retells <laughs> the unfortunate happenings from the afternoon. So to set the picture, he starts telling. And all of a sudden, we cut to the clubhouse, maybe, I'm guessing. Just, you know, an exercise gym that's kind of more clubhousey. Um because there's a steam room. So it's after it's after racquetball. He's coming into the steam room. And when he goes in, though, his new glasses are super foggy. So he has to take them off. It is so steamy in there. Even when he looks around and says, guys, and Ross says, we're over here. Or I think, I think he calls him son. He says, over here, son, which I think is super sweet honestly yeah um they tell him over here and then when he goes to sit down he sits right on his soon-to-be father-in-law's lap yikes now in a guy's only steam room they're not wearing anything anything they might be wearing towels but my guess is no because they've 
hung up their towels outside of the room. And so it sets up a very awkward interaction. Yeah. So we zoom out of that image and come back into, you know, the couple's apartment. And he's mad about the scene, like the steam amount. He's like, it was so steamy in there. And even for TV, I was like, how did they get it that steamy in there? Was it fake? Was it CGI'd? Did CGI even exist in early 2000? Like, I know it did, but like, did they do that in postscript to make sure it was extra foggy? Because you could you could barely see the guy's heads. That's how foggy it was in there. It's possible they used like uh, actual steam. I know. I just don't know how they would have done it. I don't know. Not that they obviously couldn't have, but I was like, man, the logistics for that scene have me a little stumped. I'm sure yeah. there's an easy solution that I'm just missing, but he he's mortified essentially monica tries to console him about it obviously but telling the story for you know years isn't going to be the thing that does it or like is going to be the no essentially chandler's like i don't want him telling the story for forever the dad calls (laughs) chandler chandler says that if that's the dad calling to tell my story then the marriage is over and so monica has to say it's the wrong number and then right before she puts it down she's like okay call, call you later dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was loling several times out loud in this episode it yeah was so it was good. funny um a couple things so when monica and phoebe are tasting the cookies monica mentioned she tastes nutmeg or she asked phoebe if she tastes nutmeg um and later when the recipe is finally revealed uh we learn that there is actually no nutmeg in it um ah. so that was a wrong tip uh, okay. I don't know if you caught this, but when Ross yelled, you were trying to eat it, uh, Courtney Cox almost broke. Uh, you could tell, like, her face oh, changed like she almost broke. Um, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was funny. And then when Monica's on the phone and Chandler yells, like, if that's your father calling, then the marriage is off. But if you're paying attention to Matthew Perry's mouth, he actually says wedding is off. But the vocals come out marriage is off so it's there were two separate takes that they dubbed over apparently i don't know why but they did Mm -hmm. um and then side note as we're kind of going into the next scene you know they do those little transitions i know i say this sometimes but i haven't said it in a while but i really love it when the the transitions show the twin towers and in this specific transition yes it showed them with like the sun peeking through and it was oh, I love that. absolutely beautiful. And it just like makes me miss the Twin Towers. But yeah, that's all. That's amazing. Um, I think in the next episode, we also have another transition with the two towers. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we're getting close to actually. No, a year away. I was no. going to say. We're, a, we're under a year at this point from it we're actually under, happening. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so interesting. Um, okay, so downstairs, um, back down the cafe. Now all the jokes are coming at Chandler. It's been a while since we've had an episode that has all of the jokes at Chandler's expense. And I have yeah. to say, I've really missed it. <laughs> it feels like Chandler hasn't been, besides like the end of season six, it feels like we really haven't had Chandler heavy episodes so it's nice to have him, you know, back in one of the main seats, so to speak. Um, it's been Ross for the longest while, honestly. It has, yeah. And except for that little episode with Rachel, like, it's been primarily Ross. So it's good to have Chandler at the helm. Um, pun intended with the sailing, LOL. <laughs> so when he goes to tell Ross and Rachel that he's about to go see Ross's dad, Ross asks him if he's a bit overdressed (laughs) and Rachel says to make sure that he tips him this time (laughs) and I just thought those were so (laughs) funny and but he has a motive there's a reason he's going to see him he wants to convince the dad not to tell the story for the end of all time Joey comes in and Rachel asks about when they're you know getting back out there on the water but Joey wants nothing to do with Rachel she was mean he doesn't even like sailing because of her and ross agrees with joey's assessment because of a previous situation that happened in the past where she was also sort of the 
overbearing teacher I know what I'm doing so get out of my way type situation and they are arguing about it when Rachel says I will try and tone it down and I will be nicer to you which allows Joey the maybe a little bit of confidence to be comfortable with going back out there upstairs in Monica and Chandler's Monica is on batch 22 I would eat can't imagine any cookie that Monica makes Oof. I mean, except for batch 16. Except for batch 16. <laughs> so they're they're sort of doing this taste test. Ross is there too. Phoebe's there. They take a test of batch 22. It's not as good as 17, but apparently, according to Ross, infinitely better than batch 16. So that's kind of all that happens in that scene. So I didn't write anything more. Is there anything more that you wanted to point out? No, not at all. Because I'm moving on from it quick. Okay. So, honestly, I can't imagine making 22 different batches. Mm-mm. That's a lot. But uh, we're back out at sailing. We're back out there. And they're at it again. It's going better until it isn't. Joey doesn't know Portside again. And so Rachel loses it when Joey doesn't know what he's doing. And it's impossible for her to teach him. He quits And then she has this sort of Freudian moment where she slips and realizes she's her father and it's all horrible. And she's really, really sorry and genuinely realizes, oh my gosh, I'm trying to be so much like my dad and realizes like has a, has a like moment where she realizes. And so she's super, you know, very sorry. He forgives her. It's a very sweet moment. She's very authentic about her apology in this moment. Whereas before, before she had realized in the cafe, I think it was not that it wasn't genuine, but right now she was shocked with herself and very apologetic. Um, then back in the couple's apartment, Phoebe is saying that she bets her grandmother is happy um, that they are trying to learn her recipe. She thinks I mean, it's kind of a sweet notion Mm -hmm. um, until she says, I bet that even now she's looking up at them and smiling. (laughs) Ross is like, up? (laughs) When Phoebe says, oh, she's in hell for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. Um, Monica is heartbroken that she's not going to figure it out. And Ross asks if anyone else knows the recipe in your family, like in your family, is there anybody else? What about friends? When Phoebe mentions that she might have family in France because she got the recipe from her grandmother, Nestle Toulouse. And when, and Monica asks her to say it again. She almost can't believe it. She says, who? She goes, Nestle Toulouse. <laughs> she like very much accentuates like yeah. the accent. And Monica's, Nestle Tollhouse? Phoebe doesn't get it at the beginning. She says, you Americans always butcher the French language. And why I was, I think it's because I'm learning French on Duolingo. I was rolling at this whole scene. I loved <laughs> I it so much. The way that Phoebe doesn't understand that Monica has made this discovery and is trying to point the attention that Nestle Toulouse is not a name it's, it's a company, and, and here's the American. So when she says, you guys always butcher the French language, it's true, but it was very funny. And so Monica, in order for Phoebe to understand her outburst, strolls into the kitchen, grabs a huge package of those semi-sweet chocolate chips, and asks, is this the recipe? And <laughs> Phoebe is thrilled because it is, and then she sort of understands what just happened. She goes, oh my gosh, this is it. And then she goes, oh... She realizes, and they just spent two days trying to trying to get that recipe. Yeah. Um, such a great scene. Such a good scene. Anything about it? No, I wrote down something, and I don't know what the context is of it. I said, look at Ross being a supportive brother, but I don't remember what he supported her in. So I, um, I don't know. I'm at a loss. I'm trying to remember the scene and I don't, I already don't remember it. Yikes. Yeah. I'm sure you were right though. If you wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I just remember thinking like, Oh, that was so sweet of him to like support his sister in this moment. Yeah. I wonder if he like, 
said something to Phoebe or if he put like a hand like on her hand or something to show. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I can't even imagine. Okay. Anyway, so we go back to the clubhouse. We pick up with Chandler um, and Mr. Deller who are back at the clubhouse and Chandler is asking him not to tell the story because he's super embarrassed and he's actually really kind about it and tells him his own story about the in-laws. Um, and then they go, you know, he it kind of settles it. And then they go into a different room this time, but Chandler is already thinking that they're doing the steam room again, even though they turn to a different room. And he quickly finds out that in the co-ed hot tub room, they actually do wear their swim trunks in that room. Co-ed should have been the giveaway. He, yeah, he has bared all in yeah. this scene. Yeah. Um, slight continuity thing. Um, Jack mm-hmm. tells Chandler about, you know, lying to his in-laws about being a lawyer. And he says, like, <laughs> so when you see him again, like, make sure you, if you see me giving them, like, like law, legal advice, like, make sure you just, like, go along with it. But that can't be true. Well, he could be giving it to the dad because Nana died twice in season one, episode eight. That's right. So Judy's mom has already been gone for quite a while so he could be giving that advice to one person but not both great great catch on that one that's a good find um in the tag rachel and joey are chilling out on the boat rachel is like i love your way of sailing this is so much better so they have this cute little exchange and then rachel is they're eating sandwiches because he said hey pull like pull that that rope right there and she's like we're not even going anywhere and so he finally convinces her to do it she does it and as she pulls it a ice like an ice box an ice chest full of sandwiches and drinks comes like across the deck towards them and she's they're like laughing about it and she starts to eat starts to drip then pretty soon all the inside of her sandwich is falling out onto the boat and then joey has his own little outburst about dropped (laughs) pastrami and how he's realizing that's like his dad. And so it's very like full circle, wraps up that storyline, and then we're done with the episode. So is there anything else that you wanted to share? No. Okay. What is your favorite scene? Mm. I don't know. There were a lot of good moments in this episode. Um, pro- I mean... Ah. Uh, I honestly don't know. I mean, just... Can I just say a storyline? I really enjoyed the cookie storyline. I just thought it was funny. Um, It just had a lot of moments. Um, And just Monica's patience to, like, be willing to try to figure out this cookie just because she wanted to maybe pass it down to her kids one day. I thought that Mm -hmm. was, that was dedication. Now again, it's Monica. So we expect that kind of dedication from her, but still it was, it was good. And like you said, there were just a lot of moments that were hilarious and had me rolling. How about you? It was a really good episode. I think my favorite has to be the Nestle Toulouse. I think like, (laughs) The way Phoebe just immediately dismisses Monica saying Nestle Tollhouse and like it can't obviously be that. Obviously you butcher the French language. I think that's something that exactly Phoebe would be kind of high on the instep in of like feeling herself like a little bit better than her friends because she's got the pronunciation right and totally misses the fact that what just happened. So I think that has to be my favorite scene what about an episode rating um i think i'm gonna give this one a how you doing um like just above half it was okay it it had a lot of moments that were funny um i could have done without the sailing but i mean it was kind of nice also to have i guess rachel and joey kind of have a storyline together um since they are kind of like roommates right now uh Mm -hmm. but yeah i thought it was for all the same reasons I picked that one storyline I just thought there were a lot of moments that were pretty hilarious 
I'm gonna do seven, seven, seven. Um, I also did not care about the saline storyline, but I loved the cookie one, and I loved the the Chandler one, and them making fun of him enough that that combats my you know, not dislike, but just indifference towards the saline storyline. Um, I thought it was funny. I laughed out loud. I thought it was a good episode. Um, a little bit more than like more than mid for me. Um, so I thought it was good. Um, okay. Post show wrap up. I have been failing miserably on some of our social media spotlight stuff. So, um, we got a lot of messages from our Swedish friend on email. And I think I kept thinking, I'm going to get to this, the next episode and use it. And then I realized we were like backlogged on Instagram. So I didn't, now I just have this back pile (laughs) of, of, of things from our Swedish friends. So there's the the episode, the one with Joey's big break, where we talked about a magazine that we thought Courtney Cox might have been on the cover on. So it, our Swedish friend said, I managed to zoom in at the right moment. It's not Courtney Cox, but very similar at a quick glance. Um, and so she did a little bit of the work. Um, this was at the beginning. She said, speaking of the workout routine you did earlier in 2022, I've been keeping up and lost a total of 14 kilos over the fall and winter. This was at like the beginning of the year. So she said, happy new year. I'm so behind in listening and I'm slowly catching up. (laughs) So I'm also so behind on these. So thank you for that. She also followed up with, um, Uh, some of the news for her as well as a journey for um, like her health and fitness that she alluded to in this previous one. So she said, I have to give you some news. Not only did I finish my teaching degree, I've also, um, I also have my fitness journey. Um, Not the working out thing, but between November and now I have lost 18 kilos, which is around 40 pounds um, from 210 to 170 and she's she said she's kind of short so like around 5'2 and so trying to so she sent us two pictures which we're obviously not going to share but she sent a picture at the very beginning and then um one a little bit like maybe mid-may um and though she, she was like even though I'm wearing a baggy jacket I hope you can tell and we I mean her transformation is awesome so Honestly, our Swedish friend, like, congrats. That's such a hard thing to do. I think Luella yeah, and I fell amazing. off of our workout routines so easily. Um, I'm feeling a little shame right now. <laughs> but we're so proud of you because we can definitely tell a difference in those pictures. Um, she also... Um, she also followed up on the one with Monica's Thunder. Um she says as an anti-Rachel fan I have to say how much I hate this episode I know it's coming up after the one um, that was posted and I hate this episode because I can't stand how low in energy Matthew Perry is and also can't stand Rachel Monica is on point and I can't believe she let it slide it is Monica's big night and how Rachel destroys Monica's moment from here on is not the type of friend I would appreciate Monica is the best friend and I love that about her all the best Yeah, I think we shared those same sentiments, didn't we, Luella? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, we were were not a fan of Rachel in that scene. Um, Then um, we got some... uh, She actually reached out to us on Instagram, so we finally have her as a friend on Insta. And... Sorry about that. And... um, and she sent some more update pictures, like ones from a year ago, and then did this summer. Um, she's at 20 kilos now, slightly less than double the kilos that she did. And then she said, um, 
her parents are going to the U.S. twice this year and that she's really jealous. They will officially be closer to you than I am. Not fair. This weekend, they are off the West Coast a few days in San Francisco, a five or six day cruise. I don't remember which and end in Vancouver a few days there and back home. I think it's a 15 day trip, including all of those 12 to 13 hour flights. And then they're going to New Orleans in November. Oh, my gosh. I love New Orleans. Um, That's amazing. Um. Yeah, so she finally, so she, now that we have that platform, um, hopefully I will be better at, um, yeah, listening. And then um, Livia reached out and said, I'm listening to episode 132 and I can definitely hear the piano in the background. It sounds like a lovely soundtrack for Monica's end of an era story. That's funny. I'll, <laughs> so let, that my, was uh, your... I'll let my roommates know. <laughs> yeah, they're creating a soundtrack for our podcast and we're not paying them for it. Um, Pete said, um, Pete Piazza said, I'm a couple episodes behind. Sorry. Thank you for the shout out on the show. You're right. It is left up to our imagination when Rachel got off the plane. And then um, uh, Agastia said, haha, you guys actually got my name right. Many people call me random stuff like Augustia. So thanks. By the way, I need to tell you guys that you guys remind me of Carol and Susan, like your personalities fit. Okay, Agastia. Agastia, I need you to explain yourself. <laughs> yes, and I need, you, I need to know who is Carol and who is Susan. <laughs> First of all, who is who? Second, explain yourself. Uh, <laughs> Just please. kidding. Um, that's such no, an interesting... No, we're not kidding. You need to tell us. Yeah, yeah. That is such an interesting correlation, so we yeah. need you to tell us. So. So now that we're done with social media spotlight, I think I'm going to end there. Um, our, okay. As we hinted at earlier in the show, our post-show wrap up, we're going to do some recommend to a friends that are also going to sort of blend seamlessly into a pretty big announcement that we have. So bear with us as we try to navigate how to do both things well, um, I'm going to go first and I'm going to give like only a little context because I want Llewellyn to be able to like really reveal it with her recommend to a friend because it has more to do with hers than it does mine. Um, So I want to recommend to a friend um, Mattel, which as many of you know, is a toy company. Um, They recently... Um, and one of our friends actually, um, Jose on Instagram sent us the reel about it. And I was like, you are ahead of us. Like you figured us out. This is coming soon. Um, the, the Mattel did a like collaboration with friends, um, with Polly pockets and they have recently released a Polly pocket that is themed for friends. Um, the main, uh, I guess outer shell, which back in the day when we were kids, it was like seashells and stars and like fun things like that. This one is a coffee cup, a purple coffee cup. It's perfect. And then inside you've got the scene from the cafe and then upstairs with the two apartments, you've got Joanne Chandler's with their, uh, Burke loungers. And then you've got Monica with her, um, it's like the kitchen and the living room, but also the side flips out and it's the, um, the patio or the, um, what do you call that? Llewellyn? It's not a patio. It's their little like fire escape. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. So they, so they have that on there and then the whole downstairs of the whole, or the whole bottom of the poly pocket is the scene from the cafe. There's the orange couch. There's the, um, there's like the other you know, seats there, the door, um, or in the background, there's also the, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Oh my gosh. I'm losing all my words today. Um, the counter, like the, the, the checkout counter, like over where Gunther would stand where like there's a cup and there's the, uh, cake container where like the potato was once held. Um, so it's got like such a, it is to all my millennials out there. It just makes my heart really happy. I loved Polly Pockets as a kid. I was Googling one today that I remember having because I thought if I have this one, maybe I should buy my vintage set 
and just get it back because I loved it so much. So I haven't opened it yet because I'm afraid that once I open it, I don't know, it just looks so special in the box all set up, but I'll do like a, um, a little unveiling or something on our Instagram, or maybe I'll just point us to the friends. Um, the official friends Instagram has a whole reel on the unboxing of it. And you put the little characters in their seats and Monica in her apartment and the doors open and it's so cute. So for those of you who are, um, I don't know, maybe nineties babies, eighties babies, um, are like millennial friends out there that, um, used to play with Polly Pockets. Or if you have kids now and you want them to have like my little niece is into Polly Pockets now. She got a set when I was, um, down there. Uh, she got it at a garage sale and I was like, she's six. It's perfect. She would love like a Polly Pocket. Um, so I would recommend to a friend, like going and getting a Polly Pocket that's friends Polly Pocket. It's so cute. I think I'm going to set it up and eventually just have it like in my library, like when I get a house, um, because it's adorable. So that's my recommend to a friend, um, a friend's Polly Pocket. Recommend to a friend. All right. Llewellyn. Llewellyn's got like the bomb drop over here and we're going to navigate how we're saying it, but essentially like she's got it. Yeah. That's thanks for making that seem way more hype than it actually is. Um, <laughs> no, it's good. Okay. So just like, Similar to Leanne's um, Polly Pocket, uh, another thing that Mattel um, partnered with Fisher Price. I think Fisher and Price Fisher is like Price. under mm-hmm. Mattel. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyways, Fisher Price put out this adorable collector <laughs> edition of Little People. Now, again, yes. millennials out there, if you enjoyed Polly Pockets, you probably also enjoyed Little People which essentially are just bigger versions of the Polly Pockets. But um, in my opinion, I like the little people a lot better. I think they're so much cuter. But I also wasn't a big Polly Pocket person, so that's why. Um, But anyways, this set has all six friends. They're all dressed in ways that you can kind of (laughs) like understand them. Um, I'll walk through what they kind of look like. So Ross is wearing his iconic leather pants with the look of absolute disgust on his face um and the baby like when powder. he was in the, the bathroom <laughs> the with the paste. baby powder everything it's perfect um rachel is kind of like a season one rachel with her hair in the bob um the yes. cafe get up on all of that coffee cup in hand chandler has his iconic sweater vest on um yes. and he is holding the green sweater vest yeah, so nice he's holding the duck which is really a nice little added feature um, Monica is in full chef gear. Um, Joey is in every single piece of Chandler's clothing, and he's also winking. Could I he's the be only... wearing any more clothes? Yeah, he's the only friend that has like a different expression. Um, and then, well, Phoebe... Ross does too. Oh yeah, I guess Ross looks disgusted. Um, yeah, Phoebe is in. I am blanking on what the significance of this outfit is. Okay, it's the episode where where nobody's ready. Ross is trying to get everyone oh, out, yes, and yes, she yes, yes. has her dress on, and someone spills something, so she puts a Christmas bow on it to cover it. So yes, it's that yes. yellow dress. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, so they're, they're the six little people, and they all, all have their hands raised like little people usually do. Um, and then it's in a box that has a lot of, like, hidden easter egg type things in it yes um, so there's so different cute. there's different things in the background that you just kind of have to like catch and it's just fun but it doesn't just like it doesn't stop there if you like look around the box so like on the bottom there's a picture of the cat on the pillow um on the side you've got like the door with the frame and then on the back it's like a whole nother scene of them outside by the fountain and then it just has like other things like the the duck and the chick the um the jam jar the guitar the sock puppet the badge that phoebe has in one season like all of fun little things that you would kind of associate with friends um Mm -hmm. so i guess that leads us to why are we telling you about these okay yes so do you want to be the one to do it I can't. You be. don't. It's okay. It doesn't matter. 
Okay, I'll take it, and then you can chime in if you want. Okay, so we were we were so graceless, graciously reached out by um, gra- reached out to by um, our friends at Fisher Price. They sent Llewellyn and myself both a Polly Pocket and um, a Little People um, because of the release. So they emailed us when the release was happening. And at the time they were doing, um, Fisher Price was doing a giveaway, um, in honor of, uh, Monica Geller day, national Monica day, not Monica Geller, national Monica day, um, which was July 18th. And they were doing a sweepstakes to give away. Um, Fisher Price was doing a sweepstakes from July 18th to August 1st. So you're saying, Leanne, why are you telling me that we're already past that date? Well, Fisher Price was so kind that they also sent us an additional five collectors boxes of the little people to give away to our fan base, which this is like the biggest thing we've ever done. Obviously yeah. we did, um, we had that collaboration with international delight when they released the friends creamer. Um, but Llewellyn and I are so excited to be hosting our very first giveaway. So what I'm going to do is we're going to point you to our Instagram, which will be linked in the show notes and always has been so that you guys can go find the post and find the ground rules of our giveaway, share it with your friends, share it with people, you know, um, share our podcast with people because there will be, um, some things that are podcast specific. Um, so yeah, we want you guys all to participate. We have five of them to give away. So this is not just like a one-off. There's five of them. We wanted to give it to our, our show's biggest fans and we are very excited to do this. So head to our Instagram, look at the, um, like official rules and the logistics can be found on there and, um, it'll run for a little while. So you don't have to feel super rushed, but I would say get in there when you can. Um, we're so excited to give these five away, um, and to get these into your hands for those of you that, um, want to participate, but also can't wait these, both of these products, um, can be found on both Amazon and then Fisher price, as well as Mattel creations. Um, and we'd love to hear what you think about them because I mean, as a millennial, we like, we're geeking out over here. Yeah, I, we love so, it so much. So awesome. They're so cute. Um, we love this collaboration. And so we are very excited for this opportunity, opportunity to host a, a giveaway. Anything yeah. else about that Llewellyn? No, I think that's, that's good. We, we don't want to give away all the, you know, details of it I know. here. We'll definitely talk yes, about it Yes, we want Instagram. to point you guys definitely to our Instagram, um, where we'll have like official details over there. And that way it's an easy platform to be able to share it with your friends, your family members, people who like friends, but they don't quite realize that we're out there like doing our thing every week. So, um, love that. Okay. Whew. It keeps on going, honestly. This this post-show wrap-up is probably like the biggest one we've had ever because the next thing we have to say is we were recently invited to guest feature on a podcast called We Ship It. Um, they reached out to us um, maybe like a couple of months ago to ask us if we would be interested in coming on. Um, they, they get together in their podcast and they talk about I have it right here they okay thank you I was so, like just looking for it where'd it go <laughs> yeah so they get together they're two friends they get together and they dive into their favorite and not so favorite couples of all time um, I think they started mostly as like a book like we ship it so the if you know yes. that phrase it's like you know you ship somebody you ship a couple together um, yeah and so they started with books but then they've branched into tv and movies and so like mm-hmm. leanne had said they reached out to us a couple months ago and told us they were doing a friends like month where they were going to talk about the different couples and asked if we would be willing to come on and chat about either ross and rachel or monica and chandler mm-hmm. and i think you Which guys can all guess them. who we were going to talk about <laughs> We did tell them we had strong opinions on both <laughs> because we do. Yeah. Um, but I think we can, I think we can tell them which ones we did. Um, we did um, because it's 
going to release um, when this episode drops. It will be releasing tomorrow. Um, so we did, um, they did narrow it down and say they wanted us to go on there and talk um, in depth about Monica and Chandler. So I know that we give bits and pieces in our episodes about what we think about the couple just as we're going through the storyline. But this episode um, that they did on We Ship It is a much more in-depth conversation about the couple as a whole from start to finish yeah um it's a little bit longer of an episode um if they don't edit me out because i talk a lot (laughs) um it's a little bit longer but it gives you the all-encompassing i mean we we look under the couch we look into the side closet in this in this like couple relationship and we talk about it in depth. So it's very fun to listen to. We had such a good time um, with Steph, uh, Steph and Devin. Um, I have already peeked at some of their other. They have um, Shit's Creek. They talk about like classic books like Pride and Prejudice, which obviously I love. Um, so they have quite a few um, like different types of relationships on there. So for those of you who like that kind of stuff, who like um, pop culture and talking about like your favorite series and things like that, there's probably an episode for you and they are still going strong. So yeah. And they're um, just very fun too. Like, yes, they're a fun, like, like they're a fun podcast to listen to. I just felt like the whole time we were recording, like it didn't feel like another task to do. It felt like we were just having a conversation with people and like, we knew that because yes. they were so easygoing and fun to talk to. So like we, we highly recommend it. And they were so insightful too. Yes. Um, like Steph would say things that I hadn't thought of. Devin would say things that I hadn't thought of. So it was a very well-rounded conversation and it was nice to have a guy's perspective, I think, into this relationship. Cause we have a lot of, I mean, me and you are both women. So we have a very like estrogen filled yeah view on life um and so it was nice to have like a guy talk about their relationship and certain elements of their relationship um so so yeah so there the our episode with them drops tomorrow so we recommend we will link their show in our show notes go over subscribe to it so that way tomorrow morning when it drops it'll land automatically in your downloaded list so that you can listen to us over there and then Take a gander at all their other uh, episodes and see if there isn't a couple on there that you might like. Um, and then keep checking back because they keep doing um, more and more different like series and, and shows and books and things like that. So, um, yeah, like they did Gilmore Girls and I listened to that one. It was so good. Um, yeah. So go to uh, go to We Ship It and listen to our podcast over there. Yeah. And give them a follow if it's something that you like. But head over there and listen to us (laughs) it was such a fun episode it was okay so that is our post-show wrap-up we covered a lot we recommended we recommended a lot Polly Pockets friends little people friends a little friends or little people friends giveaway uh, a podcast feature we did a lot so next week we are going to cover the one with Rachel's assistant yeah so we'll catch you guys next week on the one with friends podcast